Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series, the number one podcast for brain injury and concussion resources. I am Amy Zellmer, founder of FacesofTBI.com and your host. Today, I will be talking about metabolic engineering to treat TBI with Dr. Barry Sears. If you're enjoying this podcast series, please consider supporting it through buymeacoffee.com slash Z. Hello, I'm Amy Zellmer, and you're listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not know who I am, I'm a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Good Men Project, and I am author of Life with a Traumatic Brain Injury, Finding the Road Back to Normal, available on Amazon. Additionally, I am editor-in-chief of The Brain Health Magazine, and you can get a free digital subscription at thebrainhealthmagazine.com. You can learn more about me and the podcast at facesoftbi.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Amy Zellmer, and I invite you to join my private Facebook group, Amy's TBI Tribe, to connect with other survivors, caregivers, and loved ones. Today, my guest is Dr. Barry Sears, and he is a leading authority on the dietary control of inflammation and its resolution. He is the author of more than 50 scientific publications and holds 14 U.S. patents in intravenous cancer drug delivery systems and the dietary regulation of hormonal responses for the treatment of cardiovascular disease. He has also written 19 books on dietary modulation of hormonal responses, including his number one New York Times bestseller, The Zone. His books have sold more than 6 million copies in the U.S. and have been translated into 23 different languages. Dr. Sears continues his ongoing research as the president of the nonprofit Inflammation Research Foundation in Peabody, Massachusetts. In addition to his continuing research into the hormonal and epigenetic effects of the diet, he continues to develop innovative dietary technologies used in managing diabetes, cardiovascular, and neurological conditions. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Sears. So happy to have you here. Well, thank you very much. Yes, I know you were on several years ago, so really happy to have you back again. Um, let's, Let's start by just telling everyone how you came to work in this realm. What brought you here? Well, again, I've always been interested in the, the ability of diet to control metabolism. And people say, metabolism, ah, oh, that, sound, that sounds, say, you see on a TV commercial. It turns out metabolism is probably the most complex part of um, human physiology, and especially brain metabolism. And uh, looking at various uh, neurological uh, deficiencies, 
not deficiencies, but basically conditions. We always spend a lot of time looking at major uh, depression, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. But it was 1906 that I got first involved with TBI. And this occurred, uh, you may remember the Sago Mine disaster uh, at that year in West Virginia. Mm. And in this case, we had 13 miners who were uh, caught in a cave-in and trapped in a common, uh, common <laughs> carbon monoxide atmosphere for about 41 hours. Uh, no human has ever survived that type of exposure to carbon monoxide. And when they broke through, uh, 12 of the 13 miners were dead. The one miner they brought out uh, was just barely alive. Uh, he basically had heart failure, kidney failure, liver failure, and brain failure. When they basically uh, did an MRI on him, virtually there was no white matter uh, found in the brain, uh, as expected from that type of type of exposure to carbon monoxide. So I got a call that night from uh, his uh, neurosurgeon, and who had gotten a call from the governor of West Virginia saying this man must not die. Now he had read some of my books, and asked, "Is it possible that basically uh, omega-3 fatty acids may help this individual?" The reason why is because omega-3 fatty acids are the building blocks of hormones, very powerful hormones, that turn off inflammation. And when you deal with a TBI, it's really an ongoing inflammatory disease state. I said, the mm -hmm. answer is yes. He said, well, how much should I give my patient? I said about 16 grams of omega-3 fatty acids per day. Well, the phone went silent for about 30 seconds. And they <laughs> came back on and said, What? I said, yeah, 16 grams. I said, because that's the dosage we were giving children with ADHD and basically seeing dramatic improvements in their brain function. He said, but my patient will bleed to death. I said, there's uh, no indication he'll bleed to death at that level. He says, okay, I've got right. nothing else but to try it. And that's what he started doing, is giving him 16 grams a day of omega-3 fatty acids for 30 days. Now, in that aspect, I said we had uh, also a fail-safe. We also had developed a blood test that you could look at the levels of omega-3 fatty acids in the blood and basically would govern the amount of omega-3 of omega fatty acids you could safely give. And in the course of that 30 days, we stayed well above that level. And at the end of 30 days, the young miner came out of his coma. So they took him to wow. a, a rehab facility and of uh, basically said, uh, now gave a new high-tech delivery system of the omega-3 fatty acids. It was called a tablespoon. So he took the same amount of omega-3 fatty acids for another 30 days, and after 60 days from the um, beginning of the um, uh, disaster, he went home. His heart was normal. His kidney was normal. His liver was normal. And he gave a press conference worthy of any politician. He said, well, geez, that's a miracle. Think no, it's just basically aggressive use of metabolic engineering to reduce inflammatory damage and speed up the healing process. Now maybe that's just a one one uh, one off, but we've now done this about 50 times. We published several articles uh, in the literature showing over and over again for people who have traumatic brain trauma. These are the people who basically uh, you wheel to the end of the hospital and you hope they die because if they wake up they're likely to be a vegetable the rest of their lives. And uh, we see it over and over again. And how? Because when you talk about a TBI or any really uh, injury, it causes inflammation. So job number one, you have to reduce the inflammation.
Job mm-hmm. number two, you have to repair the damaged tissue. And this is all controlled by your metabolism in every one of your 30 trillion cells in the body. And so if you have the right tools, the right tools to do that, you can take a very, very severe TBI and basically bring it back to a a state of actually life. Now, what about states which are less severe? Well, like your particular personal story. Again, it's Mm -hmm. an ongoing aspect. I have to reduce the inflammation, and then I have to repair the damaged tissue. And so that's what we talk about of the concept of metabolic engineering, using your diet as a drug to basically go in there and reprogram the metabolism in the areas of the organ of need. Now, it's just not omega-3 fatty acids. That's one part of metabolic engineering. It's also the use of polyphenols to reduce oxidative stress, but most importantly, restricting calories to turn on the master switch of metabolism is called AMPK. That's also the master switch of repair. And if you do it well, then virtually every chronic disease state that's associated with metabolic distress, which is virtually small, basically you see significant improvements. And I'm curious, um, in your research, what have you found? Like how far out can someone be from their injury um, to benefit from this? Well, this is, we, we, that's a question we ask ourselves because most people would come to us who are basically of, uh, within 24 hours of the entry. But one night mm-hmm. of, uh, about oh, three, three years ago, I got a call from a, the parents whose uh, son had basically had a drug overdose and had choked on his vomit and uh, basically developed uh, you know, severe brain trauma. And that was in uh, the, uh, December. They called me in uh, February because the doctor said, there's no likelihood your son will ever come back. So he said, just pull the plug and basically uh, call today. <clears throat> That's prompted the phone call to me. They said, is it possible you can help my son? I said, I don't know. I've never worked with a, a person who's had such long extended brain damage. But I said, let's give it a shot. So I sent out the omega-3 fatty acids to the parents. They used our standard protocol of the 16 grams per day. And uh, within 30 days, he basically had um, responded. And not not only responded, but within six months, he was able to attend his um, sister's wedding. Now, he he still had some leg problems, but he was basically uh, uh, far, far from basically being terminal. So uh, the answer is, obviously, the sooner you can intervene, the more, um, the higher the likelihood of success. But we know at least one document case that uh, even a, a 60-day uh, delay is not basically uh, still within that window of where therapeutic results can be achieved. And so what about someone who's maybe several years out? Um, I, I'm guessing there's not a lot of negative to trying it. Um, well, we, we, and, we do have one, one class of people who fall in that category, NFL, NFL football players. And uh, here we've had mm. a, a, lot, a lot of basically um, ex- success in terms of basically of significantly reducing the consequences of basically um, uh, brain trauma incurred by years of basically mm-hmm. um, uh, constant damage in football. Uh, and um, so we've been very excited about the prospect of saying that um, for those who are, uh, my definition of severe brain trauma is they're not coming back. Uh, somebody who has, oh, let's say, TBI, think they're functional, but not as functional as they could be. 
So even mm-hmm. those who've had a long-term of consistent uh, brain trauma, uh, we see a significant increase in their ability to function, function in terms of better of, of uh, control of their emotions, and basically, uh, basically emotions that basically uh, require um, you know rational thought. So uh, again, even in, in those cases, we basically have been very excited about the outcomes. Yeah, and I mean, I have to think that you know it really can't hurt <laughs> to well, try yeah, no, to it, be, it, it, you know omega that, fatty. That, that. Well, it, and that's why your grandmother told you that omega three fatty acids were brain food. She's right, <laughs> and uh, and the brain is the organ of the body that is the most susceptible to damage. So again, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be uh, you know the heart, the liver, the kidney, or the brain. If you have damage to the brain, first step, you have to basically stop the damage. You have to turn off the inflammation. And if you don't, basically it smolders like a, a, you know, a match that keeps on basically causing more and more damage. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, yes, we have, that's the omega-3 fatty acids. They reduce the inflammatory load on the organ, in this case the brain. But now you have to repair the damage. And that's the other side of the coin. It's called resolution. So you want to reduce inflammation, and once that's reduced, then you want to increase resolution. It's also called healing. So that is looking to rebuild the brain, and that's why it's applicability, not only the TBI, but virtually every neurological condition, including depression and ADHD. And and so what are your um, suggested protocols for healing? Well, first of all, make sure you're getting adequate levels of omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, most say, well, I'm taking one capsule a day. Say, read my lips, adequate <laughs> levels. So what's adequate levels? The blood will tell you. And, but we developed a blood test, a very simple finger stick test, that allows you to analyze the blood to say, how much omega-3 fatty acids do I need to get me into that appropriate target zone, not too high, but not too low, where I know I have enough omega-3 fatty acids to make these hormones, they're called resolvents, that basically speed up the healing process. So most Americans, uh, you know, the levels they have are in eucomitious as a ratio of two fatty acids in the blood. One is called arachidonic acid. It drives inflammation. The other is eicosapentaenoic acid. It stops inflammation. So it's kind of a stoplight, stop, go, stop, go. So you want that ratio to be about between, oh, about two. The average American, quote, normal American, the ratio is about 20. And when you look at children who have uh, major hmm. depressive sy- uh, symptoms, their ratios are closer to 200. Wow. So, uh, so what you have, you already have basically of, of a disaster waiting to happen. Uh, basically, it's uh, in an inflammatory state and any type of injury will cause basically significant, uh, as, you know, basically negative consequences. And we've done this with children of AD, uh, with um, a major depression, a dose-response curve. Then we looked at looking at 2.5 grams of omega-3 fatty acids. Now, it seems like a lot since the average American takes in 100 milligrams, but 2.5 grams right. is the amount your grandparents gave your parents when they gave them a tablespoon of cod liver oil. <laughs> and so, so, so one group of uh, young children who had major uh, depressive symptoms, we gave them two and a half grams. The other group, 
we gave them 16 grams and then followed them for about 60 days. And we can basically retest their blood, but more importantly, basically look at their cognitive behavior in terms of major depression. And those who got the two and a half grams uh, were somewhat better, but not statistically significant. But those who got the 16 grams had a dramatic improvement in their depression. Because in many ways, we can view depression as really an attenuated aspect of a brain injury or traumatic brain injury. It's not quite as traumatic as you've experienced or others, but nonetheless, the brain is still injured and is not healing correctly. Yeah, and I mean, I think the average person, well, you know, we've never really been taught this in school, right, about inflammation and how greatly it impacts our brain and our function. And, I, you know, it, it's so simple with quotes um, to to reverse this with such a simple thing, right, such as, fatty acids. Well, it's not something we learn. Well, because it's very complex, incredibly complex. So when things are incredibly complex, you gloss over them. Uh, But inflammation and its fellow traveler resolution are the most critical things that basically give meaning to our life. We're being injured every day. We have 30 trillion cells. They're being damaged. But we have the ability, if the body has the tools, to not only turn off the inflammation, but then to turn on the healing process. But without those uh, primary tools, basically it's going to be very, very hard to ever turn off the inflammation, let alone begin the healing process. So today we're talking about the brain, traumatic uh, brain injury, but it's also true of heart disease or diabetes Mm -hmm. or kidney disease. These are all situations of basically unresolved healing and continuing damage. Yeah, and and inflammation. I mean, just think of how much inflammation we have from the foods we eat, right? There's inflammatory foods that we're eating, um, our environment. Um, anytime you do have an injury, there's inflammation. There's an inflammation response. You know, like our bodies are just, I feel like Americans in particular are just living in such an inflamed response. And we're not even realizing it. And traditional doctors don't, you know, fully have any knowledge of this to even be able to send us to the right specialist, um, which is incredibly frustrating, right? (laughs) Well, it is, but but it's all about education. Uh, The reason Mm -hmm. most doctors don't know much about this, like I said earlier, it's incredibly complex. And... uh, and it's only now that really the mysteries of metabolism are being revealed of how that complexity works and saying, actually, we have a way to go in there and reprogram the metabolism by our diet. You're quite, quite right. It's a pro-inflammatory diet that's making our society much more prone to long-term chronic inflammation. And as a consequence, that's why our health care costs are skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once you, once you know the rules, and the rules haven't changed in about, I'd say, 200 million years, uh, once you know <laughs> what the rules are, then say, okay, I have the problem. I know how to go about to basically addressing the problem. And it's not guessing. It's testing. 
There are very simple blood tests. I talked about one, the ratio of two fatty acids in the uh, blood that says, are you getting enough omega-3 fatty acids? Another blood test that tells you, are you basically having an appropriate anti-inflammatory diet? And that's one that reduces insulin resistance. That also drives inflammation. And another blood test, a very simple one, uh, tells you, are you taking enough polyphenols? These are the chemicals that give fruits and vegetables their color. We now they do far more. They turn on and turn off genes. And more importantly, they turn on the genes to reduce oxidative stress. So when you're looking at uh, the concept <clears throat> I mentioned of metabolic engineering, you're saying, okay, I have to have an appropriate anti-inflammatory diet. I have to have adequate levels of omega-3 fatty acids and adequate levels of polyphenols to give the body the tools, the molecular tools it needs to heal from damage. And we're being exposed to damage on a daily basis. But the more inflamed our diets are, the less of, you know, of you know, veneer we have before we go from being exposed to damage to having permanent damage. And so, Dr. Sears, I know um, on your website you have um, a whole line of products um, that can help folks on their journey. Um, maybe we can take some time to discuss uh, what some of the different things people can find on your website. Well, uh, again, nutrition is a lot more complex, just like inflammation, and that's why uh, it's, it's not meant to be in the world of, um, you know, of, you know, biohackers. Uh, you're looking at saying, how can I basically get a plan that I can live with for mm -hmm. a lifetime, and yet I have it driven by science, and um, everyone is genetically different. So saying, how do I know what's right for me? That's why basically the blood tells all. We talk about evidence-based medicine. We want evidence-based wellness. And what's wellness? It's your ability to heal, and you want that to be maximal. And the, the one thing of that basically causes you not to be well is a condition known as insulin resistance. What's your first indication you have insulin resistance? You're gaining weight. So when you look around America, say, I think there's a lot of people who have insulin resistance. <laughs> and mm -hmm. say, so, number, so number one, say, that's where I had to start, to reduce insulin resistance, which is really uh, just a fancy word for saying your metabolism is not very efficient. And that starts with the diet. Uh, and that's a fairly simple one. You eat some protein every meal. How much? No more, but no less than about 30 grams. That's the amount of protein you can put in the palm of your hand. That's the recommendation of every nutritionist in the world. Then what do you add, what add to balance it off? Well, carbohydrates. But the ones your grandmother told you to eat, vegetables. It's very hard to overconsume vegetables. It's very easy to overconsume Twinkies. And finally, <laughs> you add a dash of fat. What's a dash of fat? A small amount. Just make it things like monounsaturated fat, like olive oil, uh, nuts, or guacamole. And you're done for five hours. The game starts again. Every five hours the rest of your life. And the data from Harvard Medical School shows that the hormonal changes by making those subtle adjustments are dramatic within one meal. The secret is keeping it up on a lifetime basis. 
So that's one of the things we offer on the um, uh, on our uh, you know food site, which is known as ZoneLiving.com. Another one is obviously the omega-3 fatty acids. They're important. That's why they're called essential. They're essential for your diet. And that's why no child could leave the house 30 years ago unless they had a tablespoon of cod liver oil. Today, the average child gets only maybe 5% of those omega-3 fatty acids that their grandparents had gotten uh, two generations ago. So those are essential. And but you had to have them concentrated and purified. And finally, the polyphenols—they're colorful, but they're not very concentrated. So you have to concentrate them up, so basically you can get the dosage you need. So it's looking at those products, which basically just help basically increase what is the understanding of what is scientific nutrition. What do you have to do treating food as if it were a drug? from a meal-to-meal basis, to now basically look to basically reduce inflammation, but to maximally uh, uh, basically enhance your body's internal healing mechanisms. And the better you do that, that becomes the medical definition of wellness. Mm. And so let's just also take a moment um, to mention that so your website is zoneliving.com and folks listening to this podcast can save 10% on any order with code TBIZONE and again wherever you're listening there should be a clickable link in the show notes so go ahead and click through to find that and you also have another website called um, drsears.com and that is more um, your educational page, correct? That's correct. That goes in more detail of the science, the science of metabolic engineering. The science is complex. The, the key to any science is making it easy to use. Mm-hmm. But you have to basically be aware of the science because otherwise uh, saying that uh, that's why we have science. It gives us guidelines. It gives us guidelines yeah. of what's correct and basically what has basically is complete nonsense. Well, Dr. Sears, thank you so much for being here today. This is such great information. Um, I really hope folks listening today um, took some notes and are ready to uh, bring down that inflammation and start healing. So thank you so very much for being here today and sharing with our listeners. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. I always appreciate having you on. And just a reminder, you can find previous episodes, such as my last one with Dr. Sears, on most streaming platforms, such as iTunes or Spotify, or you can find them directly at facesoftbi.com. And just a reminder, you can help support this podcast at buymeacoffee.com slash Z. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Amy Zellmer. And also don't forget to join Amy's TBI Tribe on Facebook. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of my journey. I will see you all in the next episode.